Hi, everybody. Guess what just happened? We failed a podcast. This is actually our second go-around um, at this particular episode, and uh, we decided to take it a little bit differently. We're not doing, you know, what are you listening to? We're just going to go ahead and do um, uh, a little segment that we devised, I would say, literally four minutes ago, and uh, that we, you know, we, we'd fought, we, we would uh, present to you, the viewing, listening public. Anyway... What we decided to do is, in honor of Record Store Day, which was yesterday, April the 21st, we would go and pick a random record CD or, in Kyle's case, M MP3 album out of our collection <laughs> and uh, just chat about it. And, uh, yeah, that's what we have because we have literally nothing else to talk about that isn't about Death Grips. And we literally and, just recorded the worst 15 minutes we've ever recorded. It's true. We were 16 episodes in. 16 episodes we hadn't we've never failed quite that hard and uh yeah it was really bad we're, we're doing everyone a service by just pretending it doesn't exist mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean we're talking like 15 minutes of silence uh <laughs> nick laughing uncontrollably for no reason <laughs> i think oh, that's always pure, a reason <laughs> i think just out of pure nerves probably it's a reason only apparent to you nick <laughs> no. no, it's not nerves. It's not nerves. All right, Austin, what record did you pick? Anyway, Austin picked. All right, so I just went over to my uh, little modest stack of vinyl records over in the corner there. I closed my eyes to pick one out at random, and I picked uh, maybe one of my favorite albums in the whole stack, which is, and I can talk a lot about this band, and uh, it is um, Farm by Dinosaur Jr. Ooh, it's a beautiful, yes. double, beautiful double album in there. Although it's only twelve songs, so it doesn't really justify the double album. But uh, yeah, it's um, uh, uh, one of the reunion Dinosaur Junior albums. Which, like, Dinosaur Junior, one of the few bands to actually uh, make better music during their reunion than the majority of what they made during their actual career. Really? I, yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I gotta say I don't know what it is, but probably my second favorite Dinosaur Junior album. I would I would uh, rank it at Farm. number three, I think. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, like it, something about it, I don't know what the weird, creepy, symbiotic relationship is, but Jay Mascus needs Lou Barlow, Lou Barlow to just like I don't naghead him enough to make good music, because like yeah. the first three Dinosaur Junior albums, uh, well at least the two and three, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say dinosaur is any kind of classic. I, mean, I think dinosaur dinosaur is more cute than it is good because they were literally like eighteen and nineteen year old kids who were actually you know they were doing something revolutionary, but um, it, it's not exactly well put together. But you're living all over me and bug nigh on perfect albums. And uh, then Barlow and Murph uh, left because Jay Mascus is literally one of the worst people in the world, from what I hear. And uh, Lou, uh, I mean Jay, <laughs> went off and made his own, uh, made his own thing, and you know it was hit or miss. Beyond that, there were some good ones, there were some bad that, ones. Uh, folk Implosion. Yeah, he. he uh, folk, no, folk, folk was um, Lou Barlow's thing, but Jay Mascus wow. just kept doing Dinosaur Junior on his own. Yeah, and he basically I, turned into a solo project, right? Yeah. Like from he, Green Mind onward. Yeah, yeah, it, and it was literally he played every instrument. It was like Billy Corgan. Although Alexander, I'm I'm curious because you said Folk Implosion, but you didn't say Sebado, which I would say is the much more noteworthy <laughs> band that Lou Barlow did after Dinosaur Junior. 
I really like the song uh, Soul and Fire a lot. So. It's a good song, yeah. <laughs> not heard of what you guys are talking about. Sebado uh, <laughs> is Lou Barlow's band. I know I know Sebado. They're very what's influential. The, what's Folk Implosion? Folk Implosion was Lou Barlow's other band. His other other band? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. I haven't heard of this. Uh, <laughs> it's, I, I enjoy it. I guess um, Alexander enjoys it, but I think Sebado is the real sort of keeper out of all yeah, of Yeah, I have no reason why I said full completion over Sebado. Yeah, do, you do know Sebado, right, though? Like they're, yeah, I do. They're kind of awesome. They uh, are. I was, just, I was very confused. It's like saying, like... Um, uh, oh, like, Paul McCartney, Wings? Yeah, Wings. Oh, Wings, they're great. <laughs> right, it's like you're talking about Jay Maskus to say, oh, Jay Maskus, he, he was in Gobbledygook. Or even just They'd be like, oh, oh I love, I love Paul McCartney. Kisses on the bottom. I don't remember. We have to talk about this. He's a Beatle, and he made an out. Al- he could make anything he wants to, and he made an album called Kisses on the Bottom. Jesus Christ, what are you, what are you doing, Paul McCartney? <laughs> I think Paul needs an intervention. How the hell? <laughs> How Does. the hell did he think calling his album Kisses on the Bottom in 2012 where, like, every... If no, you have, if there you have are a no cynical teenagers going to make hard drive, You're, like, considered a creepy... <laughs> a creepy dude who should be put in jail for 30 years. He goes out and releases an album called Kisses on the Bottom. Oh, God. Final Kisses. I, I think it's needless to say none of us actually listened to it. I certainly oh. didn't. Well, Ringo no. Starr released an album this year too, which is interesting. I literally there is literally nothing I care less about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really oh Ringo. But then I decided to listen to Rim Job instead. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. So much better. God, ring. Why does Ringo even? Why? If Ringo releases an album called Brim Job, I am just going to be. It'd be alliterative. Oh, you two remaining Beatles, you're not the ones we wanted. (laughs) Please. Yes. Programs a a John to save the day. Come on, Beatles. What's up? You're way better than Tupac. Hey, who's everybody's favorite Beatle? Mine is George. Uh, John. My, <laughs> mine's Ringo. No, it's really John. <laughs> I, I I give my dad crap about this, but my dad's legitimate favorite Beatle is Ringo, and I'm like, Stupid. what are you doing? Hey, I'm what just gonna I'm just gonna be the, of the guy mm-hmm. who had the least amount of talent in the group because uh-huh. you know that's what you know. Pick the underdog. <laughs> you I don't you know. George. Like, George yeah, is clear. That's George. George was yeah. the quiet one. George was the the weird one. But Ringo but George was... was supremely talented, too. Yeah, I mean, he was. Arguably as talented as Paul and, Paul and John. Well, yeah. by the time up. And he made the best post Beatles album, You Shall Not Pass. Yes, 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 well, yes, I agree. I agree. Well, Stop. I did that. I, all things must pass. God, <laughs> I did that just to make an angry Kyle. I'm gonna get this wrong. Huh? <laughs> I don't. Is, is classic Ono band post Beatles? I'm not sure it is. Yeah, uh, it, I, is. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Post Beatles is my favorite genre. Well, they, what if he 
Let It Be and uh, and Plastic Ono Band both came out in 90, 1970, so mm-hmm. I don't know. That's yeah, true. By the time um, they they broken up. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, so, yeah, they had broken up, but I don't know if it's... Well, I'm just I'm just considering like Beatles side projects in that in that yeah category. Yeah, but no. Yeah. Plus nothing. Kind of what? Nothing. Uh, nothing beats that record for me, as far as solo bands go, solo huh. project. Well, I mean, are are we are are we or are we not including um, kisses on the bottom? Because if so, my decision <laughs> is already made. <laughs> If John... Everyone's only listened to John Lennon one. Has anybody listened to the Yoko Ono Plastic Ono Band album? No. No. Hell, hell, hell. You could not pay me enough to do so. <laughs> she gives me the willies. I don't like her. Yeah, she she ruined the Beatles. I mean, let's just let's just face it. There, there's a reason that on Thirty Rock, there's like Jenna Maroney has a set of life goals, and one of them is to Yoko a band. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> Well, they're, they're, they're splitting up anyway. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't the only factor. Like their manager died too. And that it was also the fact that they were all just raging dicks. They were all horrible. <laughs> None of them were good people. John probably. especially. Well, I, I think I George probably not, but I think uh, or George to a lesser extent. But uh, well, all of them at the time. Yeah. I think you could probably say George was the best person in the group. Well, that's because he probably didn't talk that much. I don't know. I, I just, I just love the idea of just like they're all in, in Abbey Road and they're just like furiously working on a set of mixing boards, and George is just in the back, just you know, fiddling with his sitar. That, that just, that's what makes the Beatles for me. I, I just imagine them sitting around arguing with we, arguing with each other, and then they just suddenly stop, and then they play like uh, <laughs> any one of their amazing songs. Like they just play. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a brilliant mental image. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're arguing over whether something shouldn't be or should or shouldn't be, and then they just blam, genius, Blue Jay way, <laughs> day in the life. Day in the yeah, they just play day in the life. Uh, Don't you? Okay, Nick, what album did you choose? Oh, um, um, <laughs> I, I chose um. Um, one that I recently got, um, Mount Kimby, Crooks and Lovers. Ooh, yes. good choice. I never yes, seen yes. that. It, but the, the, the funny thing is, it's, it's, um, it's a 35 minute record and it's on, it's across two, um, it's across two, um, vinyl things. It seems like every album is like that nowadays. Yeah, I know. They just want to make the most expensive product they can sell to you. Yep. And the B side of, um. The second record is actually a forty-five instead of a thirty-three. Wow! Oh yeah, I, I I do actually have a couple records like that. Like when you're trying to fit an EP onto something, yeah. I think the reason they do that is because they're selling something to someone who's inherently a nerd. Because anyone that's anyone that's into vinyl is probably, I don't know, pretty into music. You don't. If you're an enthusiast, you you just want you want as much as you can get. You want like seven inserts, and you want like purple vinyl and all that shit. No, I I I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. You have anything yeah, on clear purple vinyl, Austin? I actually I have a couple. Co- I'm actually looking right now at a colored colored record record. It's yellow, 
and uh, has like a little like a splotch tie dye display on it. It's from a local hardcore band called Double Negative, who I wrote about once or twice. Um, say again. Double, double, double negative. negative. Right, right. Good goof. That was just a good goof. I have um, an Anamanaguchi single. Oh, did you buy one of those? Okay. Yeah, it's it's such a good song, man. It's holographic, is it not? Um, no, it's not. It's like, well, a couple of the singles they released were holographic, but this one is not. Uh, by by that I mean that the hologram of Tupac rises from it when you play it. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it plots to destroy the world. What? <laughs> Wouldn't Anamanaguchi be like the perfect band to release something on eight track and make it look like an NES cartridge? Oh, totally, they would. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it'd be amazing. I would buy that. <laughs> I, I totally would buy that. A band that releases their music, well, they basically make their music with ones and zeros. So, <laughs> might as well, might as well put that shit on a cartridge too. Yeah, ones and zeros and guitar. That's a setup. Forgive my youth, but I've never actually touched an eight track book. I never have either. Okay, good. I still buy cassettes, but I don't have an an, an eight track. I just bought a Parubu cassette recently. Nice. Yeah, it was. was I think eight tracks. I think eight tracks had about a period of like three years in the eighties before CDs were invented. I think it was probably more like four or five weeks. Really? I, I don't know if it was that short. <laughs> I don't know. They probably like released like people, people still use cassettes for the most part in the eighties before CDs became popular, right? That's true. Uh, CDs yeah, used yeah. to be really expensive. Yeah. Until I, I think cassettes were the main thing until like the end of the eighties. Mm-hmm. I was still using CDs. Yeah, my my mom was still using cassettes um still using still playing vinyl in 90s see vinyl vinyl i get but i I think cd is kind of an obsolete format yeah me too it's not durable at all i mean wait did you say cd or cassette cds yeah yeah uh i i don't cassettes been obsolete for 15 years (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound good first of all if we're talking about that's, cassettes that's not that's not true it doesn't sound good the 50th time you play it but the first 10 are good well i mean if you're talking that about a format that literally has degradation of sound you're talking about a bad format well it sounds cool though it sounds aged oh uh, yeah but e- even on cds that's why i mean i understand vinyl because i'm sure all you guys like take care of your vinyl because the investment required is probably well that implies that i don't buy all my records for a dollar fifty each <laughs> which is which is true yeah, um, yeah but yeah. who hasn't had a cd that like i don't know after after a few months it just starts skipping like crazy just from oh, use true. true that's yeah. true that's I, I could physically that. not possible though, unless you've like scratched it up. That that's the point, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Don't drop it. People don't really take care of yeah. Don't take care of CDs. I'm and telling stuff. you, use a CD for a couple months in a portable player. It's it's done. I used to take my like when when my iPod broke, I took my um, CD wow. player to school, like my portable CD player, and I just have it in my backpack. And um, people were like, "What are you What are you listening to?" And it was just like a CD. And I had to find like a way to switch them when I was done with it. It was very awkward, and I'm glad that, the, I'm glad that iPods are a thing now. 
Did you guys ever have a CD player that played MP3s? Like you could put a CD full of MP3 files on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Mm. Yeah, I, I did that for a while before I got my first iPod. Uh, all right, so when, when, how old were you when you were doing this, Kyle? Uh, I don't know, 15. Okay, and what, what would be on these mixed CDs that you would make for yourself? Uh, it's hard to remember, but probably like shit like the Foo Fighters. Okay, Ozma. Were you, were you an Ozma fan back then? Oh, I I was. Yes, Ozma, oh, okay. Weezer, probably lots of, <laughs> probably even the occasional Green Day song. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, not uh, all not all of us are as well studied as you. Some of us. No, no. I was. I was. Uh, no, I'm just. I'm just wondering because. Uh, uh, I don't know. I would be curious to see what a what a person like you would be listening to as a no. child. What did everybody else listen to as a child? Nick, uh, I know you were a, you were an early bloomer, so to speak, when it comes to listening to um, IDM. Yeah, yeah, um, because I, I probably told this. On it all starts with podcast. It, yeah, yeah. Um, salad fingers. Oh right, it right. All right. started with salad fingers. Uh-huh. Um, well, it, it started with um, I, I don't know if this is you, but uh, in rainbows, didn't you pick that up when you were like eleven? Uh, well, yeah, but um, I got into that kind of stuff from Lords of Canada and Salad Fingers and stuff like that. Um, salad, salad Fingers, the weirdo Flash video. Yep, it has yeah. Boards of Canada tracks Boards in Canada. the background. Yep. Oh. And I fixed twin. Okay. I, I love that's, salad. That's, that's I love happened. salad fingers. I had no idea that that was Boards of Canada. That's where I, I was also that, surprised. Yeah. yeah. You might have listened I, to I, a Boards of Canada album after all. I don't know about yeah, help, but I, I watched all the salad fingers videos. They were so creepy, and also hilarious. Man, I was hilarious. super. Uh, we should talk about this because I was like super into Flash and stick figure animation. When I was a kid, oh, yeah, me too. Like I was really heavy into it, like part of the community and everything. Did, did you watch like the first nineteen retarded animal babies videos? Uh, no, I didn't. I don't, don't know what those are. You don't remember retarded <laughs> animal babies? They were like the, they were like the kings of Newgrounds. Uh, no, I, I I was more of a, a stick page type of person myself, or stick figure central or whatever. But uh, yeah, stick stick violence animation that was that was my jam. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was—I don't know what attracted me so much to it, but like, uh, just flash videos of stick figures. I was like super into them. <laughs> and there was a program which people made that was like very quick animation of stick figure. Very often stick figure animation, but I don't remember what it was called. No, I, my friends and I used to use that and make obscene cartoons. Very. Very quickly for was it very called pivot cheap laughs yes yes yes, yes. that's it yeah the, we the, they trade that around on flash drives at my school it's fun just uh when you're bored and then you know computer apps we, or whatever we actually had a we actually had a lesson plan in uh, our computer lab for that program um, they pivot? Us, yeah they would teach us how to use it and like make okay. stupid cartoons inevitably we'd all just like make two stick figures fuck you know. <laughs> That's what it always comes down to. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Just the most, just the most carnage, carnal instincts, you know. <laughs> if, it wasn't, if it wasn't that, it would be two, two stick figures fighting to the death, like Austin was talking yeah. about. That was my jam. Yeah. That was that was my deal. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> one yeah, it's, it's usually like one one killing the other and then messing <laughs> with the other. I never got that that insane with it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> no, these are some of the ones that are so, some of the ones are just terrible. <laughs> so I think yeah. Steve thought we were starting at nine because he just logged on. Oh, Steve. Do we want to invite Steve? This episode's pretty bad. No, Steve's no, come. This has been good since we restarted. Better yeah. anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to edit this bit out if we bring Steve on. Yeah. And s- switch Alex out? Or do you want to still stay on? You can stay uh, on if you want, Alexander. Like, unless you absolutely need to. Uh, I think I, I got, actually got to go. I think my family's eating dinner right now. <laughs> Fair enough. We bid yeah. you adieu. Go have dinner. All right. Farewell. Farewell, my son. See ya. See ya. Pavement sucks. Pavement blows. <laughs> Everyone hates pavement. <laughs> Steven, hello. Hi, Mr. Jones. Hello, everyone. So, joining an episode an hour in, you aren't you the little rascal? <laughs> Uh, I guess, yeah. Uh, okay, actually, I think, all right, uh, for the listening audience, I'll probably put like a little bleep in there. Um, Alexander had to go, and Steve just came on to the episode an hour late. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> here we all are. And uh, back to the conversation. Steve, we were talking about um, stick figure flash animations. I don't know, this seems like something you might know about. You mean like, uh, like that shit that uh, I... You used to be able to see on Newgrounds. Yeah, like Newgrounds yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, no that that was my jam uh, back in the day. Listen, <laughs> listen, that was exactly that what was Austin said. That's the exact same phrase. Exact same phrase. I said that is my jam. Steve Austin has never heard of retarded animal babies. What? Seriously, they were huge. Oh, yeah. Gee, I'm, wow. That, that is a generation gap if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Is there, is there, like a, website, is there a website where I can Google these things? What New it was? Grounds. New Grounds. Uh, New Grounds or, or Google. Yeah. I, I think both are. <laughs> Google these things on Google. Austin, you know about New Grounds, right? Oh, well, yeah, I, I know about New Grounds. Okay. Well, the next sentence I was going to say doesn't make any sense then. Then say it anyways. <laughs> well, New Grounds is basically the hub for all Flash and animation on the internet i'd say it's it's probably past its prime but um yeah oh, yeah well newgrounds was basically was basically the youtube before we had youtube mm-hmm. yes because uh you know uh a couple years back there wasn't this thing where you could make a video of yourself and put it on the internet so what you did instead was you made a stupid flash animation you made you made two stick figures wail on each other is what you did <laughs> pretty much yeah um yeah, yeah newgrounds uh I, I don't know, because I always watched these things when I was really young, and um, uh, Newgrounds always seemed really intimidating, because, like, everything was so, like, hyper-violent, and uh, I don't know, but uh, I, I, Newgrounds wasn't exactly my, my place of choice, I was always I a stick-page type of guy. I remember being, like, 13 and, like, cruising Newgrounds for videos of animated boobs. Really? <laughs> oh, that's, that's adorable. Yeah. Well, that's before yeah. I knew what porn was. Sure, sure it was. Um, <laughs> all right, 
this is like uh, excuse my uh, my innocence and naivete, but what was Strawberry Alarm Clock? Because like I know there was like a mascot of those things, but I I've never been able to actually puzzle it out. Like there was like a there was like a whole team of uh, clock team, I believe they were called. Yeah, and they were all animators that made videos with clocks in them. I don't really think it was anything beyond that. I don't think there was. I don't think there's some kind of secret point you're missing. Okay, because like it seems bizarre, like because there's this huge cult around it, and it's yeah. literally like at the bottom of the screen still. Um, but uh, like I, I I had no idea what it was. I could you know I never watched any of the cartoons or anything. It just it confounded me. How awesome would it be if like you were watching I don't know like the new like the next uh, scary movie and like they did a clock team reference? I would flip out. That'd be amazing. Why saw that, like, a, well, first of all, that implies that I would be watching the new scary movie. But um, <laughs> well, I know, but it, it'd be worth true. it if they were going to like reference 1999 Flash animation. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think late 90s internet was like sort of the best cultural time the internet ever had. Oh my god, the, the day GeoCities was like shut down was was the saddest. Yeah. I, <laughs> I lost so many hours just uh, trolling GeoCity sites for like video games and anime and lame shit like that. I mean that <laughs> that, that was the internet uh, to me before uh, before it became all Facebook and 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 the Twitters and the YouTubes YouTube. and the Skypes. Yeah, it was something that weird people did, and that you could identify so much more with it. Like there was more stuff for you specifically, but now it's all just you know. Uh, annoying teenage girls, and you know, there's no place, there's no place for you to talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's, shows all, it's all been, it's all been really like homogenized and uh, turned a uh, it turned into a light blue palette, essentially. Yeah, light blue only oh, palette. <laughs> no one saw that one coming. Oh, oh, check out this kid. <laughs> Hey, I, I meant to ask you this. Um, you, you posted some lyrics, uh, some new of a new Owen Pallet song, uh, oh, yeah. earlier this morning, and um, I'm wondering, are you an active member of the Owen Pallet message board? Because I would assume that you would be. Oh yeah, I have been since uh, I forget when I signed up, but it was probably like 2007. It was like one of those things where I lurked it beforehand because I was way too shy to actually have an account. And then I think I finally broke down and got one when it was like, uh, I think when it was Owen's birthday, so I could post like a, hey bro, happy birthday, and by the way, I'm a member of the forum now. That's cute. Wait, 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 wait. You're, you were too shy to post on an internet forum? I know, I was just about to. <laughs> yeah. I myself a shy man, but good. <laughs> Dear God, man. I've been on internet forums since it was like, since like 2001. Before that, it was like Usenet boards. We are on Usenet. I, I don't know how we got to talking about Usenet, but here we are. Did you ever oh, Usenet? And also, much like Strawberry Alarm Clock, what the hell is a Usenet? It's like a, it's like a pre, like Usenet and like, uh, shit. I don't remember what it was called, but it, it's basically like a precursor to precursor to message boards, like what existed before them. Uh, news groups is I think the more yeah yeah that yeah that that was yeah that was old even even for yeah maybe, uh, there's a, there's a great website I think it's called textfiles.com but it's um old text files like it says from news groups and like so many of them are like these like you know 
lonely teenage kids forming anarchist groups and like yes. talking about their prank call strategies. It was it's it's fun to it's fun to read and listen to. And they had like very uh, in depth like like lectures on like ASCII art and stuff and how to like very early uh, text art. I don't know. It's it's a cool website. I think I don't know where I heard about it, but it's worth checking out. Yeah, we're talking about internet from like 1997, right? Now. Yeah, this, yeah. This is this is old hat for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I know about most of this stuff, but because I've been on the internet since 1997. Yeah, I, I I mean I haven't. I I was I was two, but um, yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, Every time I, you mention your age, it's kind of like a trip out. Yeah, really. Um, yeah. I used to be I used to be into the the um, Adult Swim message boards quite a bit. You know, I, I used to go on there a lot, and um, I think they've sort of gone downhill since nobody really posting them anymore. Well, I mean that that actively, but uh, there's there's they have a different board for every show, you know, and um, like there's still a board for the Brack show. And like, there's a board for like uh, uh, wow. twelve ounce mouse and everything. I don't know, but like, I love the idea of a message board for something that's like super specific. And I think, um, like, I don't know, I've just you know goofed around the lightning bolt forums a little bit, and uh, I, I I like the idea of a forum where someone who runs it, like you know, like the Owen Pallet, like he 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 frequents mm-hmm. there pretty often, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and I do like that. He's very. Uh, it, he, I, I remember a post he made where he like he he makes an effort to kind of be more uh, a bit more transparent and not that kind of like aloof, uh, separated uh, artist, um, which is kind of which is kind of you know usually the norm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I I really like that. Um, Speaking of really specific message boards, my name is Kyle and I'm addicted to Weezer message boards. <laughs> and I know you since are. Since like 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Nick. Hi. Um, are 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 you like uh, you moderated one, didn't you? No. Oh no. Okay. No. I thought I thought you mentioned that, but uh, yeah. I I mean I would assume if anybody would be on one of them that that you would be on one of them. Yeah, I don't anymore. <laughs> I I gave it up because it was just too sad talking about a band that was never going to release another great album. Yeah, it's just like, hey, remember remember when it was 1993? Yeah, yeah. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Only in Dreams? Well, yeah. I'm kind of like that because Boards of Canada. Yeah, yeah, I know that's the thing. Like, I, I I was at that Boards of Canada like that twoism thing for a little bit, and I was like. This is just people wishing, like, just every day of their lives, just hoping yeah, desperately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, every, is, this is why you should Every single say, move that, they, that, that the band makes, it's kind of like they blow it out of the pool. Hello? Oh, an album's coming what just happened? Oh, I think... Did you, did you cut out, Kyle? Hello? Kyle? Kyle. I'm afraid to talk. Is it any better? Huh? Oh, it's much better. There you go. Oh, thank God. That that's that's one. Now, here comes the hard part. That's wonderful. What were we talking about? Message boards of Canada. Boards. All right, all right, yeah. Message boards of Canada. So is it called that? 
no. <laughs> no. That's it. All right, that's a move crime. on. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we've been waiting but for. This is this is why this is why you should be glad that you're not a Boards of Canada fan is because we get nothing. It's like waiting for like Half Life Episode Three. Like you can't like no, nothing is happening, and you can only make stuff up about it. It's so depressing. It's infinitely better than being like a Weezer fan and like having to get really excited about an okay record like Hurley, though. Right. Another. Have you just oh, hey, the yeah. Red Album just came out. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Ratitude. Um, <laughs> oh, this is going to be the best. Oh, wait. Oh, Maladroit. Oh. It's got such an interesting Oh, title. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. What is this? <laughs> so, so do, you, do, you, do you guys think Matt's going to rejoin the band? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know how we were talking about... Um, uh, 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 Larry Sanders show on a previous episode. Yeah, I started watching it. Today. Yeah, it's it's great. But Janine Garofalo, who's on it, is actually That's dating true. Matt Sharp in the the universe of that show. What? I know, right? It's insane. Yeah. It comes up okay. later. Cool. Uh, yeah. So be be looking out for that. Is Matt on the show, or do they just bring it up once? No, they just bring it up a few times. Yeah. Oh, that's that's weird. Mm-hmm. I think she was a big fan. Like she, the the Pixies played on it once, or at least they talked about playing on it yeah, once. Yeah, the Pixies were a guest. Uh, I saw that episode where they alluded to them being a guest. They yeah. weren't, but. And then Beck is actually on once. And Steve, you're the you're the resident Beck expert. Do you know that song? Um. Uh. Uh, Heartland Feeling. Uh, yes. He he plays that one, and it's the super like detuned, uh, folky like just rambling like Bruce Springsteen on meth type thing, and that's the uh-huh. one he plays on the show. It's so great. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love that early like uh, bootleg tape Beck material. I had all of them. Beck was one of the after Nirvana. I think it was the first person who said, "I'm gonna find every single track, every demo, bootleg, live recording, whatever, and listen to that." And that was yeah, he was, yeah. He, yeah, he was one of the first that I that, that I did that for. Um, and yeah, I had fun for just like a week, just uh, trying to find all these old tapes. Um, uh, He's speaking. Speaking of finding every Nirvana song, did you did you see that video that surfaced this week of uh, Kurt Cobain and Kurt Courtney singing an unheard song? No. Nope. Called "Stinking of You." That's really horrible. Oh my god, that didn't happen, did it? Yeah, it, it did. If you want, if you want, we can pause the podcast for a second. I'll send you guys the link for the video. <laughs> I I desperately don't want to do that. <laughs> just, but fine, just, let's all let's all let's all watch it, it anyway. right now. Uh, I'm not gonna. You can't make me. Oh. Yeah, just jam it. Talk about a Yoko, oh, Jesus. Oh, look at Kurt's face. <laughs> Cake. Cake. Oh, balloon. Is she breastfeeding? No, I think that's him. Oh. <laughs> he is. No, I'm not, he, he definitely is. I'm not saying it. Oh, wait, no, this. never mind. Oh. Right then. Well, that was certainly something. 
Well, did you get to the, did you get to the Froggy Baby part yet? Come on. Yes, I did. I did. Well, I, I wonder why that's taken so long to surface. I, I think it's from a new documentary that came out. Yeah, it says right in the bottom. From the Hit So Hard documentary. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Um, me neither. I've actually seen a couple Nirvana documentaries, though. They were my thing as a kid. Like, I was, or as a younger person. I, like, I don't know. They were really the first band I, like, latched onto and learned everything I could about. I had that box set. It's probably still around here. Yeah, right over there. That Nirvana three-disc with lights out box set. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good box set. Do you I have like it? it yeah. No, it's, I don't have it, but I've heard it multiple yeah. times. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of good demos on it. It's wonderful. And it, it like, it showcases their, like, really early, like, insane noise rock stuff. Yeah. And then it's got even the last track he ever recorded, which is the song called Do Re, Do Re Mi, which is actually a really good song. Uh, and it's What's got... The- what was the big single that came out with like the video and everything from that? Um, oh, I have no idea. Was it uh, even in his youth or no? It that had was a video. the B side. They they put out a video of live footage. Oh, it was which... um. Uh, you should know or wait. Uh, you oh god, what's it called? It's a really good song. Um, yeah, it's a great song. You, you know, like, you're right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Man, I haven't listened to that song in such a long time. I know. I remember being like a really great song but i couldn't remember the name of it or what it sounds like mm-hmm. <laughs> and aneurysm was another one of my my favorite as well oh i love aneurysm mm-hmm. you've heard well obviously we've talked about this before but weezer has a cover of aneurysm that's really good yeah off the goat punishment or uh, yeah. around the same time as the goat punishment thing yeah yeah uh-huh. um man, nirvana is such a good band i should listen to them more often i feel guilty that i don't I, I should too. Yeah, I mean, In Utero remains one of my favorite albums of the '90s. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. I my jam was always um, Incesticide, which is the compilation of stuff. And uh, you know, Dale Crover from the Melvins was their drummer for a year. No, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, they were they were palling around. Um, Kurt Cobain and I guess it was Dale and their original guitarist Forrest or Jason Everman, that was it. Uh, they had this band called Fecal Matter with a guy from the Melvins, and uh, they a couple of those a couple of those tracks are on the uh, the box set. Of course they did. I, I didn't know that Dave wasn't a founding member. Nope, Dave Grohl. He yeah, was in that's this, weird. Uh, he was in this DC hardcore band called Scream towards the end of you know DC hardcore, and uh, he called him up and said he was a fan. And, uh, yeah, they just talked to him over the phone and said, come down. And, you know, they said, well, he, he drove for a long time to get here, so we should probably give him the, give him the job. And, you know. What do you guys then, think, what do you guys think the catchiest Nirvana song is? Like the, the most, uh, just the best melody. Okay, um, this is not actually a, um, uh, Nirvana song, but there's a song called Molly Li- Molly's Lips, which is a Vaseline yes. song, which I've always loved. That was like such a great song. It was that was on Incesticide too, and then another one called um, Turn Around, which was another. Uh, yes, Tur- Turn Around was a no. I'm sorry, Son of Son of a Gun. That was the uh, yeah. They, uh, the hook of, that hook of that song was Turn Around something though, right? Yeah, a Turn Around was the Devo one. I think they did. Yeah, and. Um, 
I really love. I think like I think like Penny Royalty or All Apologies has the best pure melody. Mm-hmm. All Apologies just has the catchiest guitar uh, lead. That's true. I would agree with that. Uh, it's a perfect else... closure to their entire discography. I think All Apologies. Does anybody else not really like? Never mind. I don't. <laughs> yeah, me neither. We've Man, talked about this stuff. I'm going through my my iTunes discography of Nirvana, and there's like a, a, a swap meet. Does anybody remember that song? Or Mr. Mustache? I remember Mr. Mustache. Uh, Mr. Mustache. Also swap, by Gut Punishment. Is swap meet on uh, Bleach? Bleach? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard it. I don't can't remember what it calls like. What it sounds like, I mean. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dumb was a good song, and... Um, Tourette's from uh yes. is such an insane song. I love it so much. And I, I have a couple live recordings of it too. And uh it's it's as the title would suggest, different every time. And uh yeah, that was that was a that was another one of my one of my favorites as as a kid. Yeah. What was Dumb released on? Was it was it just the unplugged uh album? No, that, was in, that was in utero. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's right. I'm stupid. I'm I'm always I'm always constantly saying things that aren't correct. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the other two haven't spoken in about fifteen minutes. I'm guessing they're not big Nirvana fans. These this lot. Not really. My, my favorite Nirvana song is the one where, where uh, Austin and Kyle uh, jack off the ghost of Kurt Cobain for five minutes. <laughs> we both just said that we don't really like Nevermind. So. <laughs> Which is probably their most acclaimed album. So yeah, well, you know, prop, props to you for uh, for being the uh, anti-establishment Nirvana fans. Thank you. <laughs> I think there's, 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 there's just a, go ahead. Oh, are you also a Beck fan, Nick? I'm a huge Beck fan. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I'm getting everybody's tastes mixed up. Anyway, Beck is awesome. Continue about why you like him. Were we talking um, about that? <laughs> we are for now. Little, for a little while. <laughs> um, he's good because he does good stuff and can make good songs. Um, favorite Beck album? Don't care. Uh, you guys. Uh, <laughs> come on, guys. Sell me on Beck. I've never uh, got. Well, I, one reason Beck is, well, one reason I, I really like Beck is that uh, pretty much every album he, he's done has a really, really distinct sound. Like you mm-hmm. can almost, yeah. like you can really tell which album the song comes off of be, yeah. by 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 its style and its, uh, you know, the, the genres it's mixing uh, at at that point in time. Um, so I really like a, a lot of them for. Uh, really different reasons. If I had to pick an overall favorite, uh, and I think I mentioned this on podcast before, but probably Midnight Vultures. Yeah. See, I, I the thing is, I like Midnight Vultures a lot, and but like not enough to make it my favorite Beck album. Which what would you say would be uh, yours? Uh, I mean, I Odelay is probably the most well-rounded, but my favorite may be, hmm. Huh. Yeah, it's hard, right? Would it, would, it, would it be too hipster to say Stereopathetic Soul Manure? 
because that'd like be as, really, <laughs> that'd be really hipster, but I I'd understand it coming because from like me. as a young fan of alternative rock music, I was like, oh, this Beck album, what is this now? And then it was like this insane <laughs> noise country punk yep. <laughs> and experimental, and I was like, okay, I'm down with this. And then uh, yep. yeah, and then so, I was changed forever. So yeah, yeah, Satan gave me a taco. So Satan the cover to Mellow me. Gold. I'm looking at it right now. What the hell is going on on the cover of Mellow Gold? That look, it's a it's a chicken scarecrow robot, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, Mellow Gold. Mellow Gold is good. That is the worst album cover I've ever seen in my life. It's very fitting when you listen to the album. Trust me. I've heard yeah, I've no, heard no. Mellow Gold. It's probably my favorite Beck album. I have no. I've never seen the cover before. Right now, though, it's it's really great. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, got that got that green eye too. And then um, Nick, the next, uh, I guess, the next chronological album he did was um, One Foot in the Grave, which was with Calvin Johnson from um, uh, K Records and earlier Beat Happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's really. I, I really like that one a lot. That one's um, literally just him with, and an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it, it's very much not Mellow Gold, and uh, it, it, yeah, it, it's a really nice accompaniment to it. It, it kind of between the two of those, you get the story, the picture of what Beck was when he started out, um, and uh, although one foot in the grade, it's a lot closer to the uh, sort of uh, the, the sound of those bootlegs tape. Uh, bootleg yeah. tapes that we were talking about earlier. Where he it, released he released three uh four albums in 1994, and I think like he released Western Harvest Field by Moonlight, which is sort of right. like very related to one of those bootlegs, and it's got a lot of really actually really great songs like um, Lampshade is one of my favorites, and uh, let's see, uh, Getting Home is also really good, and uh, then he has after that Stereopathetic Soul Manure, which was just like uh, months or weeks after. And, uh, yeah, that one was, like I said, one of my favorite Beck albums, if not my favorite. Then Mellow Gold, which is the big hit, and then One Foot in the Grave after that. And uh, this was all in, like, four months and uh, or six months. And, it, like, they were sort of illustrate, like, every bit of what Beck could and would do in the future, like, disregarding, like, electronic and hip-hop stuff. But then after One Foot in the Grave, it went directly to Odelay, which is, like, a huge jump in sound and, like, maturity. <laughs> from the first two, four Beck albums, I'm looking at I'm looking at Odalay on Wikipedia right now, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what any of these songs sound like, and the only thing I can come up with is where it's at. I've definitely heard where it's at. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I don't think I don't really think I've heard a lot of Beck albums in full. I've heard most of them in full, but I don't remember them at all. Listen to Odalette. Just get get yeah, familiar listen with Odalette. Yeah, listen to the entire thing. I've um, definitely heard Odalette, but the last time might have been when I was like fifteen. So yeah, you should fix that. Yeah, it's really it's it's really really good. All right, I'll take your word for it. Excellent. Also, Mutations came after that. I'm a big Mutations fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mutations like is really good too. Uh, softer, spookier. Yeah, it, it, it was a lot more stripped down. Um, it, 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 it kind of has. Kind of has a similar relationship to Odalay as uh, One Foot in the Grave. One Foot in the Grave has to uh, Mellow Gold. I'm sorry. Say, say it again, Nick. My mother loves mutations. She, it, it. She, I think it's probably. I, I can put it in the car and she'll just bubble along to every song. That's. I, it, that's it, it's, it's really, I, I can see it, that. It, yeah, I think it's one of the 
the only album of my collection that I'd probably be able to show my grandparents. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, for, yeah, for me, it's the money store. Yeah, yeah money it's store. A, yeah. No, I think right. I think this is interesting because, like, what would happen if you did show like someone who was not ready for it the money store? Like, what? How would they react? Head explode. Right. I really am gonna just undo that, um, because no, I'm definitely I'm I'm playing it at least for my for my brothers when I go back uh, when I go back east for the summer, because uh, they because they, they they might latch onto it they might not I'm not sure but I, well, I do just are, want to see what these are the, these are the the talented musical Jones brothers, the ones who both <laughs> uh, are the singer songwritery types yeah. Is your music good, Steve? Uh, well, I mean, I, I haven't heard much from them. I mean, that stuff I po- that stuff I posted for you guys was most of what I heard. Uh, but that, I like it. You know, I, My I like I like had that. aspirations. Of I like being I like Zach's star. <laughs> nice. He wanted I like Zach's stuff as uh, he's he's actually going to school for music, so he does kind of interesting things. Um. I think based on the stuff he's been learning in his like theory classes and such, so it's, it's what, cool to hear that. What kind of music does he play? Uh, well, I don't know so much now. I, I know in high school he was big into the uh, into like the uh, punk hardcore scene that we had going on. Nice. At in in the, in the high school, and there wow. was uh, See, uh, we don't have that here. Oh, oh really? We don't, we don't own one of those. That's because you're in the uh, south. Yeah. No, I mean, okay, there's, yeah. a, there's been Southern hardcore, but, like, not not around these parts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, always no. jealous, I'm always jealous when somebody says, oh, yeah, we've got a, a punk rock scene or whatever. I was like... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not as bad as, like, Buffalo, because Buffalo had a punk rock scene, but one of those bands is the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, that's uh, gross. Wait, there... If you go to the right bar in Buffalo, there will be a there will be a fifty year old dude that tells you that the Goo Goo Dolls were the greatest punk band ever before they became the Goo Goo Dolls. They were like a hardcore band. They were a <laughs> yeah, they legit were... hardcore band. We listened to I, one of their tracks, uh, I think. I don't know about legit, but they were a hardcore band. Wow, <laughs> I uh, I would not have guessed. Yes. It or not. It's, the it's amount of people bad. that really love them here is kind of absurd, considering just how truly, truly terrible they are. They're real bad. <laughs> yeah, but they they sell out. They sell out this uh, huge uh, theater every time they come here. It's like five thousand seats. They 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 hold uh, they hold uh, the off Broadway plays here, there downtown. It's called Shays. Uh, I'm going to make a request. Can we call a brief moratorium on talking about the Goo Goo Dolls? Because it's just yes. bringing them down. It, it, it's just <laughs> down. Anyway, anyway, that's fine. Say again? No no talk about the Goo Goo Dolls. No talk about Aerosmith. Why would I talk about Aerosmith? I think they were both on the Armageddon soundtrack. <laughs> were you expecting me to make that connection? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint, but uh, I mean, okay. like last time I listened to the Armageddon soundtrack was like three weeks <laughs> ago. I, mean, I don't remember it that well. 
are, okay. are, are, are you telling us you don't listen to I don't want to miss a thing every day? <laughs> are you guys telling me you don't do that? I don't do that. That's the worst movie of all time. It's been a while. Well, I mean, all right. So I don't, I don't, I don't know much about the chronology of this, but wasn't there another uh, meteor is about to explode yeah, in the Earth movie? Yeah, they were at the same time, right? Yep, same year. <laughs> wow. What? Wait, what's the other movie? Deep, Deep Impact. Impact. Oh, I've, actually, oh, I've yeah. never seen it. I hear it's, I hear it's supposed to be better. Uh, it which, has to be. Which, which, which I'll believe because uh, it's Armageddon. Armageddon is pretty stupid. If if Warner if Warner Herzog released a film of just a piece of shit, a literally film of a piece of shit for ninety minutes, it would be better than Armageddon. But it has to be Werner Herzog, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if like if if Yui Bull did that, it would be pretty bad. It probably <laughs> it would explode at some point, you know. I don't know if Herzog would do it. Maybe Lars von Trier's. You do, uh... do you know Werner Herzog actually released a film of himself eating a shoe, literally eating and like <laughs> consuming a shoe because he lost a bet with Klaus Kinski. <laughs> oh. Kate Forgotten Dreams is so freaking boring. Yeah, is I've that, heard. I heard it? it's like it's like all right. It, it's the one about the cave paintings, right? Yeah, the yep. oldest known drawings by human beings ever found. Yeah, um, is there something about, like, a giant alligator in that? Or am I, am I wrong in thinking that? Uh, is that another movie? I don't remember anything about a giant alligator. This okay. is a documentary. Okay. You mean, um, like, a drawing of an alligator? No. No, ne- never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, there was something... Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. It's called Werner Herzog Eats His Shoe. <laughs> Keep <laughs> a forgot dream is literally like you're looking at the same three pictures over and over again and having like talking heads talk about them. Uh I mean it was made in nineteen eighty. Uh oh I'm sorry, it was Errol Morris. If he completed Gates of Heaven, then uh he would eat a shoe. How long is it? It's uh let's see. Twenty one minutes. He he, wow. he makes he make quick work of that shoe. He did make quick work of it. Yeah. Did he go to the hospital after? Uh, let's see. I feel like he film would have features Herzog cooking one of his shoes uh, at the Berkeley, California restaurant Chez Panis with the help of chef Chef Alice Waters. Uh, the shoe is boiled with garlic, herbs, and stock for five hours. He's shown eating okay. one of the shoes before an audience at the premiere of The Gates of Heaven. At the nearby UC theater, he did not eat the sole of the shoe. However, explaining that one does not eat the bones of the chicken. So, uh, <laughs> nice. now nice. this this is probably a solid shoe. This is probably like a Stetson. This is like a leather, uh, solid dress shoe. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can eat leather. Uh, it, it'd be a lot harder to eat a. I'm, I'm confused you know, like, why why he would do this. Like, uh, because he's he's goddamn Werner Herzog and is going to do what he wants to do. Yeah, well, I was I'll not aware you. that he made a remake of Nosferatu. He did? Yes. No, I, I have to be honest here. I don't know how I'm speaking with so much authority on Werner Herzog because I've never seen one of his movies even a little bit. <laughs> um, well, that's the, that's the beauty of the internet, Austin. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, hey, did you know he made Bad Lieutenant 2, Port of Call, New Orleans, with Nicolas Cage, and it's the most insane thing ever? No, he did? Uh, hey, go to his discography, or oh, filmography. God, it is, it bad, is, wow. Well, bad bad no. Lieutenant 2, it was... No, seriously? Seriously? How, that, that movie is Dawn. awesome. Rescue right. Dawn is right above it. He had the rights to the, he had the title rights to Bad Lieutenant, but he didn't make a sequel of it, he just used the name... And he made uh, like Nicolas Cage into a cop slash crack ad- addict, mm-hmm. and uh, it's no, that's, insane. I've never actually seen it, but Eva Mendez is in oh, it. Oh yeah, you no, you, you guys got well. Hold on, can I'm I a huge exhibit. Nick Cage fan, but yeah, but that, that movie is Nick Cage in his uh in his prime. Yeah, that's just Nick Cage in 2009. Is yeah. Nick Cage's prime? Well, I mean, Nick Cage in uh, <laughs> Nick Cage in in full glorious form as only Nick Cage can be. I'd say his his prime is probably like adaptation, right? Yeah, like uh, late '90s stuff is probably his best, but uh, well, most consistently. Yeah, um, but fr- but, more, but Bad Lieutenant uh, was was really really good. Okay, but how how crazy is it that Exhibit and is is in a movie directed by Warner Herzog. Oh, Eva Mendez, Jennifer Coolidge, Val Kilmer, Brad Dourif, and Exhibit. <laughs> you know the guy from Get My Ride. Yeah, that that Exhibit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. in a Warner Herzog movie. <laughs> Val Kilmer. I, I refuse to say Werner. By the way, I don't care do? how it's pronounced. Yeah, I enough. refuse. I, I'm sure he would respect that. <laughs> His name starts with a W. I'm saying W. I'm an American. God yeah, you speak American. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know if I, I've heard Strozek is really good. Like, there's like sort of a cult following for it, but I've never actually seen it. Has anybody here seen Strozek? Uh, I don't no. know. I've ever seen an entire Warner Herzog movie either. Now that yeah. I think about it, Wikipedia is telling yeah. me that Ian Curtis uh, watched it right before he hung himself. <laughs> he did. Yeah, that's what that's what the internet tells me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was that in he pops the idiot, right? Uh, yeah. Which and I'm then, not a fan of. And but, then you know whatever Ian Curtis wants. Yeah, oh, I didn't know Ian Curtis killed himself at 23. That's yeah. my age. That's really young. That's, yeah. Come on, that, come on Steve. A, what are you doing with your life? That's uplifting. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> And he killed himself, and he started Joy Division. I'm still living, and I've done yeah. nothing ten uh, percent as as uh, important as that band was. I don't. Know, you'll probably discover like a new element sooner or later, won't you? <laughs> no. It'll just Ian Curtis killed himself after watching Strozek. <laughs> I killed myself after reading the Google after reading the Wikipedia page for Strozek. I, I think that's how that Times change. Time change. Things are different yeah. now. Uh, do you know Werner Herzog also wrote operas? It looks like he wrote about 15 or 20 of them. Or at least directed them. Uh, he has yeah. so much, so much content. It's in the, He confounds me because he's like, he'll do an opera. He's like the, the most insane person in the world who casts other really insane people in their movies. I, I I don't know like where on the cultural radar Werner Herzog is because like people talk about him but like from what I gather he's like a complete nut. I yeah. I don't understand it at all. 
Okay, Yo, I have, I have seen one of those movies. He was a voice in the Boondocks? What? Yeah, episode 31. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Werner. Werner. I've, seen, I've seen Grizzly Man, so I have seen an entire... Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. I did see that, too. Yeah, that's a good documentary. I enjoyed it. Man, that guy was speaking of insane people. Oh, he kind of deserved <laughs> yeah. to be eaten by bears. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I was going to say I wouldn't go as far as that, but I think I would probably go as far yeah. as that. Well, yeah, you don't you don't get maybe to just deserves, but he was definitely asking for it. You don't get to hang out with bears all day and be like, "Hey guys, look, you you, you hang you eating like, the salmon, you yeah. eating that salmon. Oh, you're eating that salmon, aren't you? Love you. Don't no mauling. <laughs> what? what are you doing? Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't you don't get to hang out with bears. Like, if you accidentally one time hang out with bears, like you can, should consider yourself lucky. It, it's not going to happen again. Lightning won't strike twice. They're go, they're going to kill you eventually. <laughs> once they once once you get to know them, then then they're just like, "Hey, bro, you're cool." They're just like, yeah. "Hey, your food, numb." Uh, yeah, uh, they're like, well, "This guy's always hanging around." Oh wait, I forgot. This guy's made of meat. Yum. And then <laughs> yum. <laughs> num 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 num. num. <laughs> no, see, this is a, this is an interesting point. Uh, this. Uh, this guy I heard he put it this way like well, you're being literally eaten by a bear at what time at what point does your body just say okay pal we're through here and I'm just I'm just shutting down now <laughs> because like you, you know chances are you don't you don't get you don't you don't get all the way through the actual eating of yourself but uh yeah I don't know that, that I imagine was point I imagine once the bear gets to a vital organ yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, like, he's going to take oh, yeah. some time. Like, bears are going to savor it, you know? He's going to start with your toe. Mm-hmm. Just move his way up. And it's going to start nibbling at, like, your extremities. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, you won't go into shock right away. You know, yeah. bear, bears are bears are sadistic motherfuckers. It's true. <laughs> he starts with all doves. Yeah, he does. He'll he'll pour a nice glass of something and then just, um, you know, <laughs> this glass of Chianti. Yeah. Do you remember back when The Office was a really great show and Dwight would uh I, I like to think that how I do. terrifying Dwight would always reference how terrifying and dangerous bears are. They're they're godless killing machines, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd like to think that bears have a god. No, I, I like to think that's their hair's up. Yeah. And it's Werner Herzog, yeah. The the bear worship Werner. The bear god. Werner Herzog, the bear god. Episode Ber- two, we have Werner it. Werner actually means bear in German. No, it doesn't, don't, does it? Don't don't quote me on that, but <laughs> Oh of course it doesn't. Isn't isn't he kind of a dick? No, I think he's like I, I think he's beyond that. I think he's just like No. Like, I mean I mean, he gets to direct Timothy Treadwell's movie. Who literally got eaten by a bear to make his movie? He gets all the credit and all the money from a dude got by a bear. Well, come on. I mean, what's he gonna do That's with not it? Cool. Yeah, I know. But how how do you buy that? Do, do you have to go through well, his estate? Well, well, I gotta imagine what 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 would Tim have done with the money? You know, buy more bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, buy a That's a good point. Yeah. Now just be hastening the inevitable. 
Wouldn't it be cool to ride a bear? I think so. <laughs> like they, Man, uh, it'd be like, that's a badass image now that I think about it. Just saddle like up people, a bear. <laughs> if people rode bears to work instead of uh, driving cars. Get on the bear. Could... There's no time to explain. <laughs> 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 that has to have happened in some movie. Like, good, man, good. The apocalypse is all around us. I think that's I think how Werner Herzog <laughs> travels from set to set. Yeah, like, most people has like have like a like a golf cart or a trailer or something where Werner Herzog just rides a bear. Well, in Harold, Harold and Kumar, they rode a cheetah. So anything's possible when you're high. Okay, fair. I'll I'll, I'll buy that. Anything's <laughs> possible. Um, what? Up your this has I been can... a really weird episode. This has been pretty great. It's pretty weird, but also pretty great. Um. <laughs> I'm glad we I'm glad we started over. Yeah. Steve Steve, we recorded seventeen minutes and it was terrible and completely unusable. Like we didn't <laughs> say one interesting thing for seventeen minutes. Wow. Yeah. Oh Six, you, you came in at the right time. You sure did. Thank yeah, you. Well, I, I'm sorry I'm sorry you guys fell apart without me. Um I'll I'll try not to take a weird nap next time. I'll try to I'll try to save you from save you from yourselves. Much obliged. Um, Much obliged. Uh, should should we the, wrap this up? It's getting weird. No, I, and I'm sorry. You had a, you had, you sounded like you're about to say something. Continue. See, the thing is, I I can't really initiate any conversation. But once once it's there, I'm I'm good. I can. Yeah, me too. I can play off people. And I'm assuming Nick also, because like when you get three of those people. Yeah, I think we had conversations supposed to happen for those people, and yeah. it just <laughs> we're all we're all better playing off of other people, and it just that's what happened—just pure chaos and silence. We need and, someone to to flick the yeah. cigarette that lights that fire. To we we know. need we need to <laughs> physically give Josh a paycheck to be on every episode of the <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> maybe maybe we should take the money that that shady advertiser was going to give us. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Bad Mouth podcast, that'll be good. Should we talk about that guy? Uh, well, like, I guess we can talk. I, I I don't even remember what his name was or what he was selling. So No. Well, he I, wanted I to advertise on our site. Yeah, well, I yeah, know. but I, I, I don't know why what he would. wanted to advertise. So I, I, I think it's fine. We can... I remember exactly what it was, and you should probably edit this out because we don't want to give him free advertising. YouTube to mp3.com. Oh, I don't remember the URL. That's just, like, essentially what it was. I don't know what the URL was, but... I'm pretty sure that's exactly what the URL is. Fair enough. Okay, well... Uh, And I guess it's just... It ripped the audio from YouTube files. Which seems kind of counterproductive if you want any quality, but... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming if you're ripping it from YouTube that you don't. Yeah, it just seems kind of desperate. Like, you don't know what Waffles is. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, or even like anything else, like literally anything. Speaking of which, Steve, you said that the saddest day of the internet was when GeoCities got shut down. What about when Oink got shut down? Well, I I wasn't on Oink. I I I only got on uh, what like uh, about a month after that went up. So uh, I I missed out on Oink. Um, oh, and okay. honestly, and, and honestly, from. You know what I've read about it. It seems like what has sort of uh, eclipsed Oink in terms yeah, of they, uh, scope and uh, or, organization. 
So you know that's. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, Oink was definitely a. It was uh, a tragedy was... of sorts, but you know we've we've recovered. Whereas with GeoCities, we don't have that anymore. We don't have anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, Tumblr. No, you. Well, well, actually, yeah, kind of, because Tumblr does have that thing where it will play like a piece of music as soon as you visit the site. Yeah. Uh, which is one of the most simultaneously annoying and beautiful things about GeoCities was just how garish it could be because you had a bunch of 12-year-olds who knew a couple lines of HTML. <laughs> so as opposed to, to now, when you have a couple of 12-year-olds who know literally nothing. Yeah. But I, like, <laughs> like, no, like no, you, knew, all... you knew how to make blinking text and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> change the font size. Oh, and... The internet back then was just so just hideous, and I loved it. Like have exactly, it, the, somebody <laughs> recently rediscovered the Space Jam website from 1996, and it was never shut down. Like it's still probably operating from some server from like a just dilapidated building in Hollywood. I'm sending you the link right now, and it's just the most amazing, <laughs> just horribly built website I've ever seen. And yeah. It... Oh my gosh! Well, look at that! Just... Look at that! Look at that background! That tiled background! How can you not? How can yep. you not? I'm gonna see if I get the, the Stella souvenirs. On the, <laughs> the mail order service. No, and, oh, and, they, and they and have screensavers you can download. Oh, can you damn. still download them? Oh, where the? I don't understand where any of this goes to. What the hell is behind the jam? Yeah, it's what, it's it's like interviews with characters. <laughs> what does this stuff mean? Space so Jam, confused. Space Jam. I have to say it. Oh, download the screensaver for either Mac or Windows ninety five and install it on the controls panel <laughs> folder. Cool links and hijinks. Click above to find more about our sponsors and the various hip sites that make WB Online the jamming place that it is. Oh, it is jamming indeed. Oh, this is so jamming. Play, Planet B Ball. God. B-ball. Oh, please let there be some Flash games on here. That'd be oh. amazing. Oh, don't worry, Space Jam. These gifts don't—they are, aren't disorienting even a little bit. I mean, uh I think I miss websites like this, like where the stars, it literally... the stars don't even tile right on, yeah. on this page. <laughs> and, and this is one of the cleaner, you know, uh, sites that you know you you would have seen back in the day. Jam actually, Central. Uh, I mean, Space this Jam. is what a. Uh, this is what a professional. Uh, yeah, this is what professionals would get you. Oh, the purple! It hurts my eyes. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but Space Jam just isn't about Michael Jackson meeting the Looney Tunes. It's also it's Michael about Jordan. Slamming, jamming game to keep the Looney Tunes out of a failed <laughs> intergalactic theme park. No. Um. Hey. I wonder how uh, many. I'd like a jam count for how many times the site has been jammed. <laughs> let's, let's just go through every page. <laughs> 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 you can't even read this red text on this background. It's I know it's horrible. Yeah, red text on red text on like yeah, black with white it's with stars. Awesome. Oh god. I love I love how game circles around. Uh, okay, jam posters. They have some posters. Um uh, oh I wonder god. if I, I wonder if I can still email the webmaster. There's a trivia quiz on here. We should totally play this. Oh yes, uh, where is it? What what? Uh, where? Central. Uh, yeah, quick, quick, the circling games. 
Okay. I don't know if you've seen the circling games gif that's on the right side of most of the pages. Uh, I'm, I don't. What? What's happening here? Uh, it's a, uh, quick, quick the lineup, and then on the right side of the red text, it'll have a circling distance. Oh, okay. Games. Wow, that's that's horrible. Oh, God. This is the most disorienting thing I've ever seen. And the quiz, the quiz is different if you click it more than one time, so maybe one of us should just run it. Okay, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do it. Right. Someone who actually okay. yeah, has it. Just right. it question, question one. What rival calls bugs a long-eared galoot? You'd read us the choices. You got, you, got All choices. Right. You, you got A, you got your Wiley e. Coyote. B, you got your Elmer Fudd. C, your Yosemite Sam. And D, Witch Hazel. Yosemite Sam. Yeah, that sounds like Yosemite Sam. That sounds totally like a, a Sam, Sam, Sam-like thing. <gasps> Correct. Next question. Why yeah. was this? How old is Bugs Bunny? What? <laughs> 56, 56, 37, 88, or 91? Well, we have to we have to think how old was Bugs Bunny in 1996, which was... Yeah, because I, uh, I remember them making that joke. Uh, I think it's... I think it's 88. I'll go no, with 88. I think 56. Huh. Oh, I'm sorry. It was not 8856. Correct. Yep. Oh, God. Good job, Steve. Oosh. Not my Looney Tunes. It's who not provi- Who provided the first voice for Bugs Bunny? Fritz Freeling, Michael Maltese, Mel Blanc, or Frank Oz? Come on. If you don't get this one, I'm disappointed in you all. Are you Mel kidding? Blank? Oh, <laughs> Mel Blanc, I would imagine. Unless someone weird voiced him before. It is indeed Mel Blanc. Okay. I'm surprised that that was common knowledge. I, I, I had no fucking idea. I don't know. Th- th- this like That was my thing as a kid. One of my yeah, main things, but yeah. L. Blank was a legend. Yeah, he was great. I, I'm, I, never mind. Uh, what was the name of the first Bugs Bunny cartoon? Wild Hair. Bugs Bunny gets the Boyd. I'm, uh, stage door cartoon or hair tonic? I think it's hair tonic. Uh, Sorry, not that, no. What's what that first one? A Wild Hair. I think it's Lat. It is. Well, Steve, you're, you're an expert on Bugs Bunny, and this is ridiculous. Uh, oh, Alright, last one. What two characters were created before Bugs Bunny? Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam, Porky Pig and Daffy Duck, Sylvester and Tweety, or Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote? Roadrunner and uh, Wiley e. Porky Pig and Daffy Duck. Steve, you are correct. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. This Steve just drops stuff. the mic and walks away. It, yeah, that just... was not the last question, by the way. <laughs> I'm just going to hang up now. <laughs> I'm just still marveling at this. Like, Lunar Tunes, I think they have the soundtrack available for... Oh, wow. I wonder if I can still order this. You can buy it on cassette for eight ninety nine. Oh. And everyone knows... <laughs> oh, God, there's a, there's a D'Angelo the track on here. Oh, there the it is. D'Angelo, Salt and Peppa, uh, Coolio, R. Kelly, Salt. Quad City DJs, R. Kelly. Well, um, the be- the best obviously is Be Real, Busta Rhymes, Coolio, LL Cool J, and Method Man all in the Method same. Method Man, room. what is mm-hmm. Method Man? <laughs> Space Jam soundtrack. <laughs> Space Jam ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh, sir. Hey, I, 
Uh, well, every, does somebody want to hear about the saddest thing I've ever seen on the internet? Barry White and Chris Rock. Barry White and Chris Rock? Yeah. <laughs> does anybody... I think, like, R. Kelly and Changing Faces featuring Jay-Z. Uh, all right. Who the hell is Changing Faces? Spin Doctors. The Spin Doctors isn't on here, are they? No. Yeah. No. I don't see the Spin Doctors. They're not in the official the soundtrack. Oh, wow. They have a list of the radio stations that are playing Fly Like an Eagle by Seal, which is the first single from the movie. And, uh, wow, this is really weird. Space Jam Arena. I don't know what that is. I can't do this anymore. This, this website is, is so detailed. Why the hell does it say Mars Attacks at the bottom of the sidebar? <laughs> because it's a classic film. No, but yeah. what does it have to do with anything? They obviously just took this background from the Mars Attacks website. I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, the Mars oh Attacks God. website isn't actually available. We have Damn. to find the Mars Attacks website. Yeah, maybe someone, uh, maybe someone's mirrored it. Anyway, the saddest thing I've ever seen on the internet. Um, it, it involves Space Jam, actually. I'm sure all of you are... Um, uh, well versed in well I don't know well versed in but aware of the website fanfiction.net oh yes <laughs> and how it's just a repository of just the saddest saddest just the saddest people in the world <laughs> and yeah. um, there is an inordinate amount of Space Jam fanfiction and me and my friend were just like obsessed with finding oh. the weirdest stuff we could find and um uh, I recommend it because some of them are literally novel length. And oh, yeah, uh, no. people are serious about their fan fiction. Like, I would not have guessed uh, as big a uh, audience for a Space Jam fanfic. Well, that's uh, the thing, though. You think there's no audience, but there's an infinitely large audience. Uh, right. Well, there's a, uh, there's only fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Here's the thing, though. There's a writer for this called. Monstars Girl. I don't know if you remember, but Monstars were the opposing yeah, they were in the, Space uh, Jam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, <laughs> she she has several of them. One, Space Jam, a very Monstar Christmas. And then um, uh, Space Jam, a stronger bond. <laughs> and then my, my personal favorite, my personal favorite, Space Jam, Monstar Love, which gets uh, really... Really, uh, really graphic. Let's just say See, we got and, a we got a lot of romance. Uh, um, ooh, some yeah. herd comfort romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on these, this episode has almost entirely been about the internet. I know, I like it. It's like the internet episode, yeah. internet culture, and everything. And um, not the Odd Future group. Did you guys no. see? I just I just sent you the link to the Mars Attacks website. Oh my it. god. Oh no! Oh. No, the sound. It's it's oh. Everybody, go to this Mars Attacks website, but be very careful because like there will be a Cyberman <laughs> thing right as. Yeah, it's uh. The sound is also, not working for me. This is also from 1996. Yep. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, same year. Uh, also the background is different though. Oh wow. You guys, the internet was, like, terrible up until, like, 2003, but it was, like, totally the best thing ever. Yeah, no, it... I'm trying internet to find today that background, has not been, and I'm just has not, not finding it. it. It wants me to download a Flash plug plug-in from 1996, and I don't <laughs> think... I don't think it'll... 
Yo, that's yo, that's legit, yo. <laughs> oh lordy. I found another mirror of this website from like 1998, and it's the same exact website except it has "Don't miss these great deals" box on underneath it. Uh, <laughs> it's just the same website with the advertisements. Like, like that like Space Jam website. I can understand if it's a mirror, but who's hosting that Space Jam website? Warner I mean, Brothers. seriously. Yeah, but like that server still exists somewhere. It's in Area like, it's, 51. It's still, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but like the, somebody keeps that server, like it's plugged in and there's electricity flowing to it, which baffles me. I'm assuming that there's something else on that server. It's probably not just the Space Jam website. Yeah. It'd be oh, awesome yeah. if it was, though. If it was just like this dusty. <laughs> yeah, this and dusty there's, like, there's like a post it's Space, like logo Space, on it. Space Jam website. Nobody, t- like, do not unplug or something like that. It, yeah. There's just a post-it on it that says, we don't know what this is hosting. <laughs> this could be something oh, very important, but, yeah, don't risk it. Yeah. There's there's a <laughs> there's a game on uh, the Mars Attacks website too, and uh, I don't understand it at all. <laughs> is it avoid the muggings? It says click on a player to spin the slots. Your bet is automatically fifty points. Went up more than game. one of the symbols. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. None of these things are clickable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Wow, it does nothing. There must be there must be a flash embed somewhere that you can't see anymore. I hope. Because if this is really the game, it's just a it's just a box. Got installed. Got installed. Macromedia Flash version (laughs) point one or something. Oh God, the internet. Oh my God! This is the same background. It is the day yes. I steal it. Yes, I found well, it. Done. Hang on, I'm sending you guys the link. Oh, the Nutty Professor was released there. Let's see if I can find one for that. That is oh. totally the same background. They literally the Space Jam website literally just used the Mars Attacks background. Oh, love it. That makes this so much better. All right, now, maybe there's one for, like, Good Burger or something. That was probably around the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet you the Good Burger website's still up. Yeah. I'm just going to type goodburger.com and see what comes up. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, Goodburger.com good is not, not a website. Goodburger.net, yo. Uh... .net? I'm going to try that. Good burger. Oh, there, here's an unofficial Good Burger page up from Angel Fire. Oh, are those still up though? <laughs> uh, some of the uh, pictures are broken, but an unofficial Good Burger page. Uh, oh yeah, hold, lord! Hold on, He's let me uh, let me send it to you. No, no, I don't believe me. I've got it. Don't worry. Okay, Scott. Ah, uh, guest books. Let's see if all anyone's right. Hello, and welcome to my page dedicated one one of my favorite sketches on all that and my favorite movie. Good Holy Bird. shit, there wasn't all that web ring? <laughs> of course there was. I, what is a web ring? That was, uh... 
it, it was basically just a way for a similar <laughs> it's you get a doctor. To, to, to link themselves. So, Do you guys so feel you... good? Do you guys feel good about this uh, website having less hits than our blog? <laughs> I think probably. Although, I don't know, it's been around since... It's been around for literally almost 20 years. So, I don't know. It's got to have racked up some. It, it says at the bottom, 12601. Wait, that is probably more than ours. We it's not. Probably... Okay, that's good. That's we're, good. Up, we're, we're at 49,000 yeah. right now. Ooh, almost well, I'm at, 50. I, I'm still at the 12,598 here, so... Uh, <laughs> that's just... We should... I think this we're got to, to it. This guy's got to have like hung himself already or something. <laughs> up 602. <laughs> Keep refreshing. All right, um... He, there's a tab on this Good Burger site, and it says Obsessed. And I decided to, against my better judgment, click on it. And it says, How to tell if you are obsessed with Good Burger. You go behind the fast <laughs> food restaurant and say, Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? I, I, to- I totally do the second one. Uh, you walk, walk around all day, day singing. singing. I'm a dude. Oh, I have. A dude. I've done it. Yeah. Uh, you buy the movie soundtrack and listen to it nonstop. I don't know. Maybe you have it downloaded. <laughs> you do. I'm, I'm pretty sure more to come. Yeah, has you more, guys are, has more ever come. You guys are on what.cd You should you should hop on that. See if you can find the Good Burger soundtrack. No, I, I do have it, and I did get it from. Uh, pretty sure I got it from what. Yeah, uh, you make your. This is the saddest thing I've ever read. You make your own Good Good Burger uniform and wear it all the time. More to come. No, more to come is actually the saddest. The saddest. Because <laughs> no, there were in fact there were in fact not more to come. How many snatches do you think the Good Burger soundtrack has on what? Oh, I don't know. Somebody tell me. I'll tell you. I have it up. Okay. Take a guess. Uh, Uh, I'm going for... I'll say about... Probably about 97. I'll make it an even dozen, let's say. 40. Oh, wow. Right in between. Yeah. Now, can you read to me some tracks from from the Good Burger soundtrack? I'm curious to know. Uh, Yeah, we got got, uh, All I Want... Uh, by 702. Um, <laughs> it's a number. There's a far have... side track on here. There's not a far side track on there, yeah, there is, is there? Oh Keep my on. god. Which there is. One? George Clinton? Oh, yep. yeah. That's yeah, ridiculous. Was... There's a President of the United States of America song on here? <laughs> yep. Red Cross? There's a... There's, a red... There's a Red Cross track on the on the Good Burger soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's thing I've ever heard. Do you think there's a website for Angus? Oh, there should be. But uh that's quick to the webbering. <laughs> this is the weirdest episode we've ever done. <laughs> I don't even care if anybody's listening to this anymore. I'm just I'm gonna look up the movie. I'm looking up a website for Angus. There's gotta be. There's a website called AngusAdventures.com, but I don't think that's it. Uh, the uh, the the little like information tab on Wikipedia says, Angus, the film about the overweight boy humiliated by his peers, and that's the only <laughs> description they give. <laughs> what do you think the Angus kid is doing right now? I don't know. What's his name? Um, I forgot. Charlie Talbert. Yeah, let's let's see what he's up to. He's born in Kenosha. 
and he performs in the same films as Chris Owen, I guess, uh, uh, Angus. He was in Spring Breakdown. As, as and, a camera guy. Okay, and oh. he was in Life of Lucky Cucumber. But I don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> oh my, yeah Spring, that little, Spring Breakdown was the last thing he was in that had Chris, a Wikipedia. Chris Owen isn't, uh, isn't Angus. Chris Owen is the orange-headed kid. Oh, uh... Um, Chris Owen was the Shermanator in yeah. American Pie. No way! Oh yeah, we we we, we talked about this, and we just yeah we did. Was in fact the Shermanator, which is awesome. But yeah, which is really awesome. But no, he didn't play Angus. He was the goofy little orange-headed kid. He plays a meathead in Life of Lucky Humor, along with longtime friend Charlie Talbert. Okay, so I guess they made friends when they were filming Angus, and then have never stopped being friends. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Man, this episode is just bumming me out. Yeah. <laughs> it says that uh, the guy that played Angus is in two movies this year. One is called Retreat, and one is called One Night Alone. So I guess he's doing pretty well for himself. Well, to be fair, I think he has a few more than just One Night Alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is not very nice. <laughs> uh he was in Van Wilder as, quote, stomach guy. Yeah, but, but he was uncredited. <laughs> he was uncredited, but somebody took yeah. felt the urge to to credit him. To call, to call him stomach guy. Yeah, no, no. Some some uh, valiant Wikipedia editor was like, no, no, Charlie Talbert. <laughs> You're getting your due. Hey, hey. Yeah, stomach guy. Are you aware that there's a Pansy Division song on the Angus soundtrack? I have the Angus soundtrack. I know you did because there's a Weezer track on it. Yes. <laughs> I wanted it's it's you gave your love to me softly, but it's like a really really uh sonically different one. Yeah. Uh, the, the the one that was a B-side to Pinkerton is really messy. It sounds like uh any Pinkerton song really. And guess, guess uh, who else is on it? The Goo Goo Dolls. The Goo Goo Dolls of, are on it. Of of course they are. They don't well, no, no, no. That was Green Day. Remember, if you hear Green Day, call the radio station. <laughs> I want to win Green Day tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Wow. I'm, is Green Day on the soundtrack? It'd be a crime if they weren't. There are. They are, yeah. The, they were literally, like, <coughs> there, there was a Pansy Division track on there. That's ridiculous. Who is Pansy Division? You keep were, saying things. They were this queer core band from, like, the early 90s. They were on Lookout. From, they were from San Francisco. And, uh, like... They were like super into like like they were like all about gay culture, and it's very weird that they have a song on there. Weezer actually wrote a song written from the point of view of Angus. Really, they actually hired them to. <laughs> they didn't understand that they just wanted a song, so like Rivers decided they showed him the movie, and like Rivers decided to write a song about Angus from Angus's point of view. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it's got a whole bunch of uh, like referential lyrics to the movie. Like I think the, I think he says my daddy's gay at one point, and like he references uh, dancing with the with the what was it? It was like a blow up doll. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can find the lyrics. Somebody keep talking. <sighs> I don't want to. I'm too sad. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is emotionally exhausting. <laughs> Man, the nineties were weird. 
Okay. I, well, I, I mean, have, there you go. I have the lyrics. Yes. What's wrong with me? I'm kind of funny. I'm not a dummy, but I'm all alone. Nobody sees me. Nobody talks to me unless they're laughing, laughing at me. Except for her, she was my true friend. Dancing with me, she was my girlfriend. Somebody please tell her for me, Wanda, you're my only love. And Wanda is the name of that blow-up doll. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Who was the girl he was pining for? Uh, it was probably like Jennifer. Sandy? Sandy or something. Sandy, like. Jennifer Tiffany? or something like that. Could be, yeah. It wasn't Wanda. Rivers no. wrote a song about him actually being in love with the blow-up doll. I know he did. I know he did. <laughs> Mom drives a big rig and my daddy's gay. That's a that's a lyric in the song. I could I could I could hear um wow. That it's, it's actually a it's actually a really good song. You should listen to it. I know I have heard it, yeah. Obviously it's good. It's from like ninety six. Yeah, uh ninety four I think he wrote it. Or I don't know, maybe. Anyway. Oh yeah, it has to be later. It has to be earlier than that because Angus came out in '94, right? Mm-hmm. I think at '94, '95, yeah. What is that noise? What's happening here? Oh, sorry. Hi. Were you literally <laughs> listening to music as we were recording this podcast? No. <laughs> were you feeding something into a fan? Nick. <laughs> no. No. Nick. What were you doing? <laughs> I wasn't. What was I doing? I was on FL Studio making noise. Okay. <laughs> Nick, you seem very bored on this episode. You haven't been contributing much. Because uh, I, I haven't I, seen Good Burger. I, or Angus. I think we really need to probably end this. Yeah. Yeah. This is okay. this has evolved into like the I worst mean, episode ever into t- probably the funnest to record an episode we've ever done. This, like this is this is this will be completely and totally uninteresting to anybody except for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, this 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 would be an insult to an audience uh, if we had an audience. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. They're Don't expecting all this kind it. of like talk about music, and we even tried to do it at one point, but then we just talked about websites from the nineties. <sighs> the nineties were great. The internet's yeah, they, awesome. And they sure were. Yeah. Really wish you could have been there for them. Yeah. Sorry about that, bro. I caught the tail end of it. Yeah. And you got you got the web archive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is that it? Everybody, everybody, it's been wonderful. Everybody, thank you. Everybody, goodbye. You're welcome. Bye. Sorry, I'm, we're bye, sorry, bye. all sorry. So sorry for what we put you through this episode. I'm not sorry. They deserve it. And yeah, what the? <laughs> one final unceremonious goodbye and goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.